All right. Well, hey, there is it is. The, is this the, the part where it gets weird? This is the part where it gets weird. Well, yeah, it's called the show. Izzy, <laughs> I, I can't tell you enough how wonderful it is hearing you. I have no idea what you're talking about, but oh, it's 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 the fact that you have a microphone in front of your face. Oh, it's yeah. it, literally like a half a centimeter from my mouth. That's I right. I want one. I want a second one by your belly. If it was any closer, I want to know what it sounds like to have all that, all those chicken wings and, and whiskey at your stomach. I need. I'm to actually hear drinking that. wine tonight. No whiskey. Ooh, nicely trying done, to get sir. A little, trying to bring a little, a little class to this show. A little color. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fail miserably, just so everybody knows. That's never gonna happen. Well, uh, we, we're excited to have you in your wine-filled belly. Oh, Thank by you, the sir. way, yeah. I should probably do the thing. Oh uh, yeah, do that thing. <laughs> drop those sick beats, Mike. Drop, drop that ass, homie. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to maybe. I've said too much. The Lionel Richie's mustache of internet radio. My name is Mike, and I'll be your host. And yes, Hello. Um, I will be your host on this dancing on the ceiling ride through the interweb. <laughs> I am joined, as always, by Mr. Smooth and Sultry Tones, Joel Crawford of the Missing Digit Woodshop, and my good buddy, Izzy Swan of all things, IzzySwan.com. And by oh, the way, I know so that sexy. sounds ridiculous when I say it, but... Uh, he did, dude. That sounded like all bedroom talk right there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, we were talking about... I uh, want to go visit my website right now. Is it me you're <laughs> looking <That's right>. for? <laughs> I can't actually get in tune when you're talking over me. Oh, go so, ahead. I apologize. <laughs> I don't think you were in I, tune. No, I wasn't anywhere well, near in tune. Is he, is he? give me just a few seconds of silence. Go ahead, Joe. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> I, don't put me okay, on the spot was, like this. This oh, is no, not America's Got Talent. And I wonder where you are. <laughs> <laughs> and I wonder what I, you do. Izzy, I I was gonna say that it's it's awfully cool that you have like a prestige or personalized website like IzzySwan.com. But then I realized I have JoelCrawford.com, <laughs> and I forgot about it. <laughs> well, I was gonna give know, me shit. You guys know it used to be Think Woodworks, and and I, I actually paid a branding guy to kind of go over some stuff with me and, you know, help me kind of streamline things. And he goes, why the hell aren't you using your name? He says, you have one of the most unique names ever. Just go with Izzy Swan. I'm like, okay, here's seven grand. <laughs> so, By the way, I've started, I've started telling everyone that your name is Ezekiel. 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 <laughs> that is way wrong, but hey, whatever. No, it doesn't have to be right, it's, but it's awesome. It's, but it's, <laughs> it's way wrong, but it's not far off. Yeah, just no, in case no, I don't anybody get is out the, there wondering, Izzy right. is not my real name. So. It is Ezekiel. No, and no. It, and, and actually, there there is uh, there is no prize for this. But, His name uh, is Ezekiel Margaret Swan. <laughs> <laughs> By the so way. for the connoisseurs out there, I have four names. I, I have two middle names for you guys who are interested. So. Yeah, Mar and Gret. Margaret. <laughs> Ezekiel nice, Margaret Swan. Nice. Yeah, the only All reason I thought of that was uh, the uh, no, my middle Samuel name is Jackson Howard. Fiction. I don't know. Joe Powered. Joe Powered. It's actually German. It's Jules Powered. <laughs> <laughs> they changed that it was, to the England. That was you know. perfect German. Thank you. you. Oh, yeah, by the way, things. one of the funny things is, uh, it, and it's been on the internet for years, but uh, occasionally I will come up to someone and say Kraken Wagon because apparently that's the name of an ambulance. 
in uh, in German. I, I know. Is. I, isn't that amazing? I love that language. Hmm. We had um, when I all was of a sudden, young, I think I was sixteen. We had a foreign exchange student from Eppenheim staying with us, just outside of Frankfurt. And the only thing I remember her remember her teaching us was the word "dinksbumps." Dinksbumps. It's like saying "what you call it here." It's like eh, what? No. Dinksbumps. Dinksbumps. Yeah. Hmm. It's the only thing I remember. I got nothing. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are actually kind of rubbing off on me. Speaking of colloquialisms, but uh, but. Well, I, I'm saying Laffy's got the thing where he just cuts his his answer short because he'll say reasons like she slipped and we all laughed because reasons. reasons. I did that right? today. I did yeah, that today yeah. On one of my I do that posts. today. Yeah. yeah, Mike's fault. Yep, yep. You guys are really it's a, rubbing it's a off. Great on answer, you. though. It is reasons. When when you don't have to explain it the rest of the way, you just say reasons. That's, that's me the, not explaining it even part of the way. <laughs> it's funny being part of this. It's made me think about the way I speak, you know, and the way I talk. And um, I've been using bigger words lately, which is kind of funny. I, I like the word diatribe. I think I used that a half a dozen times this week. On purpose? Yeah. Like hmm, it just fit. It, just, it happened to did fit you, the moment, so I used it. Just like, <laughs> did you have a moment where you were... Speaking passionately about a single subject that annoyed you? No, I was. It's, I was referring to somebody else's banter. <laughs> oh, okay. But, um, regardless of the situation, it was just. It was interesting that um, actually speaking with in, you know people who understand certain vernacular terms or language, it's just fun. Hmm. It's just fun. See, that's it's interesting. Like Mike, Mike, knew, Mike knew exactly what bloviate means, and I was just like, "Damn!" Oh, he's, he's when so you are when you are a bloviator, <laughs> <laughs> you have to know what the word means. So, so, you know, good stuff. Yeah, that means a forceful and bitter verbal attack against someone or something. <laughs> what? Diatribe. There it is. Yeah, yeah. rant, forceful, or a forceful attack against someone. Wow. Mike. Like nothing. Mike. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> Diatribe. Diatribe. <laughs> I don't know that I make many forceful rants against. No, that's not true. <laughs> speaking of which inside joke um, all right speaking <clears throat> of which i'd like to go on a uh i'd like to go on a uh an apology tour <laughs> oh no for a brief second well apparently some of the uh the guys over at uh the uh, makers international podcast is that is that what their name is i forget yep. i don't listen makers to them. international they, uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, they uh, I, one of the shows a while back, I'd said something that was, I don't know, classless and probably hurtful, which is not you, know, you. usually the no. point. But uh, but yeah, they were a little hurt by that, and uh, I think that at some point we're all going on that show, which that's going to be a train wreck, um, and I'm looking forward to it. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to say, guys, that uh, no, I really do, in fact, you know, love all of you guys, and and even though you do a terrible uh, podcast, I still. Um, <laughs> You know, every single one of you has a special place in my heart. Is this your idea of an just apology? To, yeah, this we'll get to the other guys, but this is just them. So, and you're and particularly still Jamie. <laughs> Jamie is my favorite, by the way. So, and I, and even though when Chris was on our show, I said Chris was my favorite, Jamie's my favorite. Now, for till well, right now. <laughs> so. Oh, but anyway, yeah. love you guys is all I wanted to say. Thank you. So, so are you still with us? <laughs>
Oh yeah, I'm here. Anyway, but uh, I'm, I'm just like, sitting. I'm just sitting back and enjoying this because I may have stepped in that particular doo doo myself. Oh no, no that's <laughs> so. Listen, the, I, I may have people called that listen them out. to the show get it. Gotcha. So. I'm just, just, I really, really want to have a good old fashioned rivalry, you know, like Crips and Bloods. It's, it's and so like, hard to do though. You know, Jets and who are the other one with Jets? Jets and the, the Giants? No, no. The, the oh, West Dolphins? Side Story. I got nothing. Oh God. You don't know musicals, do you? Uh, I'm not. A, don't, don't even start with me. Well, I, I was just going to say, I'm not an old woman. You're talking, like man. McCallicker, you're talking like McAllister's versus the Hanover's kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, like a, like a McCoy and and, and uh, whatever the other ones were, the Hatchets. Oh, what Cassets, musical is that? Matchets? I don't know. McCoy, McCoy Hatchet. Uh, hey, Hatfields and the McCoys? Hatfield, McCoy. Hatfields and the McCoys. Yeah, yeah, I'm just trying to, you know, because the fools with tools, well, they, you know, they're, nah. They're, they're, they're adorable. Mean, they're, just, they're adorable. Right, see, they really I, are. I like Alex. You guys can, yeah, you guys, you know, good. Who's Alex? Alex Who's is that? he's the best guy <laughs> on there that you know because he, he, he and I have some of the same issues. Like you can't fucking hear him. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we won't be able to hear that one either. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Mike. Mike, for future reference, that That's was nine, nine minutes in. nine minutes and twenty seconds. <laughs> Where you need to place that honking horn. We're, no, not, not for Izzy. <laughs> and then there's, uh, the, you know, we can't, we on, can't do reclaimed audio because I love. Here's I love my notepad it. making that note for Izzy. <laughs> Just, uh, Real quick. <laughs> F-bomb at 920. 9.20. That's right. Izzy, Izzy breaks the internets. By the way, my, uh, my, my, uh, what is it? Censorship of the Tony episode? Yes. It's fantastic. I you know what? I haven't listened to it, but I'm gonna go back and listen no to it. No one has any idea what I was saying in that that brief one and a half seconds. <laughs> That's the first which time is, I've ever Oh, that which is the first is good. time I've ever said the F word on the internet. Ever. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah. It is. Well now I have to now I have to edit no. this out too, so right. stop talking about it. <laughs> 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 I'm I'm so glad we can. Oh, hey, we we didn't introduce hey, the the hang topic. On a second. By the way, hold that on. Was 10, that's twenty-two, Mike. That's <laughs> reference to f bomb <laughs> at ten twenty and ten thirty-six. <laughs> so, what's the topic tonight, guys? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, we're- this I think we're awesome. talking about um, we're talking about the differences between using coarse screws and and fine threaded screws and the different yes. applications that they can be used in. And yeah, that's what she said. No, don't thanks go away, folks, for, uh, because some of these might actually surprise you. There's a common misnomer out there that you can only use coarse in softwoods and fine in hardwoods. Now we're gonna actually you're gonna learn something today. So yeah, we're gonna break that down. Said. Thank you very much for the submission on that. But yeah. uh, so Izzy, what you been up to here uh, as of late? You know, I, I built I built the um, folding toolbox workbench. Um, that's done. It's sitting here. I'm working on editing the very long video. For some reason, I'm out of practice with videos. It's, I feel like I'm recording way <laughs> too much footage. Um, so that's done. Um, let's see that. And then, oh, yeah, I've been playing with kids. That's been the last week of my life has been amazing just uh, spending a lot of time with lucy and jj and i had uh, maya and abby over for the for the weekend and they're they're in school and older so they're like you just pay the cell phone bill dad we love you so <laughs> wow um 
So that was that's pretty much been my week. I did go to Greenville um, again. I when I I think I mentioned that last time I stopped on my way down and I went. I took a trip over there Monday, Friday. Took a trip over there Friday, and uh, talked some more with the uh, Creative Art Society over there, the Greenville Creative Art Society, and I met with a developer and a website guy that are kind of being kind of like helping with the um, everything going on over there. And a couple of really cool cats. So big shout out to. Uh, uh, to Cliff and to Frank for all their help. And these guys literally like took the day off and showed me around the town and took me out to lunch. It was just like, pff, felt like I was getting, I don't know, first class treatment. I don't think they completely realized that I'm a redneck yet, but you know, Hey, whatever. And, well, it's uh, North Carolina. You're, you're still, yeah, you're barely side. a redneck here. South, right. South Greenville. Oh, South I'm sorry. Carolina. South Carolina. My bad. And, uh, they got some really cool stuff going on over there. And, um, I actually went and looked at a property. So that I was pretty impressed with. Um, it's kind of like a little, little mini Joel place with a, needs a little more work than perhaps Joel's does. The house does. Are you Everything. kidding me? The oh, house does. Yeah. The property's about right. the same. Um, that'd be awesome. You know, it's got a beautiful little creek running through the lower level of the property and a bamboo forest out there. And they actually have a giant freaking, I mean, like 25 foot long and probably 15 foot wide pavilion with a cement. I mean, this thing is freaking huge. It's a cement uh, 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 table that you put outside. Come on. Why am I losing this here? Picnic table? Picnic table. It's a cement picnic yeah. table that's um, that's probably every bit of 14 or 15 feet long. Right so do you think to, they cast right. it in place? Oh, yeah. You had to. Plus, they did some stonework on it, and uh, it's literally right next to where it used to be a pool. The creek used to run into that, and that's been diverted, so I'd have to divert it back. And I'm just like, wow, 1,200-square-foot shop, two-car garage, and a carport. I'm like, this Hey, is, that's what I'm talking about. Just keeps getting parking. better and better. So um, God bless. Where do you plug in the car? That is probably <laughs> you, you could bite my hairy butt. Oh, um, hey, uh, yeah, just out of curiosity, guys, where's the car plug in? Where do you have that? So to, the house is definitely a nineteen sixty five ish house, and doesn't look like it's had a lot of updates since. So it's going to need some. Uh, it's going to need a little bit of here and there. But can um, I suggest uh, taking out a few walls and uh, just open floor plan? Is he open concept? Actually, open concept. Yeah. Yeah, the way it's set up is actually pretty cool. It's almost like you can have a second living space downstairs. And I'm um, thinking that I want to do like upstairs for me and the kids when they're there and then um, downstairs for like guests. So when we have guests, like, and, you know, I would just want to have this really comfortable space for people who want to come work at the shop. I'm in. Out, hanging out at the Greenville Art Society. Just you got basically your own little space, everything but a kitchen. You know, I mean, it's just living mm-hmm. room, um, bedrooms, bathrooms, you name it. It's there. So. Um, and, and, I and I can actually drive to this one to help because it's not 16 hours in the middle right of the night. So um, that, yeah, that's that's three looking, feet of snowbanks. It's looking pretty seriously in like July. a thing. That's looking like a, a pretty serious thing that's going to happen. So I'm awesome! Pretty thrilled about that. Uh, the art society, the gal that runs the play Sheraton, um, that's her name. <laughs> she is awesome. Uh, so Got a cousin been, named Radisson by any chance? <laughs> <Just some of laughs> no. Yeah. Um, Damn it. But uh, they have a gallery there, and it's it's kind of fun. They rotate the gallery about every six weeks or so, and they had a lot of natural wood type of sculptures and some other stuff there. Last time I was there, I took a bunch of pictures, and I was like, I'll post these on Instagram, and I'm like, I don't really know the artist's names. <laughs> I'm not posting these up without being able to give them credit. So 
the next time I'm there, I'll grab their names and, and throw those up. And we'll just send the pictures to Sheridan, and she can tell you. Yeah, I, I I'm pretty sure she's got her hands full. So, oh, yeah, um, that's true. She's got a lot going on. Um, they've invited me to help with the, um, you know, the setting up the uh, the wood shop and um, uh, the classrooms, and you know, help write some of the curriculum. And I know, don't laugh. I actually do have some experience with this guy. <laughs> some people are like, is he's gonna do that? <laughs> Hey, guys, I'm your teacher, Ezekiel. (laughs) (laughs) And today we're going to build ourselves a drill-powered Feel free to call me Margaret. And no, I don't have sleeves, so you can all shut the hell up. Right. Yeah, that's (laughs) what... Do they make a tweed jacket without sleeves? I don't know, but I have a pair of scissors. I'm going to get you one. I just want to see him in the bib overalls with, like, you know, just one of them kind of undone. Just... Nipple piercing. <laughs> yeah, that's never going to happen. That's never going to happen. Professor Swan. It was it's fun. Never when, happen. It was fun when they were talking about fundraising for for some of the stuff that they're doing, and asked if I would be willing to show up. I said absolutely. I said, but you do see what me. This is what you get. <laughs> I don't no. put on no suits. <laughs> when you uh, when you say never going to happen, are you talking about the bib overalls or the nipple piercing? Because yes, either I have different levels of concern oh, for each I'd, answer. I like I like bib overalls. No, I see, look like I have a, a farmer. Thing. I do too. My my grandfather, that's all he ever wore. He wore white shirts, white button-up shirts, bib overalls and a black hat. That's all I mean in my entire life that's all I ever see, seen him wear except for on Sunday. He had he had a Sunday suit, nice brown 1970s bell-bottoms suit that he wore right up through the 90s. So <laughs> I can't be the only one turned on right now. Um, so that's, that's what my grand, so I don't, I just like, I'm not doing bibs because that's my granddad's thing. That was his thing, you know, so. But it's it's not just your grandfather. There were millions of other people. Yeah, but that doesn't. (laughs) I'm just saying, like he didn't have the path. He grew up in the middle of Michigan. There was no one else around. People didn't like, didn't burn the image into my brain. It was just him. So, yeah. Well, I'm excited about that. For me, like a burned image in your brain would be he had shorts on and bent over his ball bag fell off. Like, <laughs> that's a have, burned image in your brain. That, you you know, I, you just, your mind and my mind work a lot differently, Mike. I'm just saying. I'm just, so. yeah, thankfully. Because <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, yeah. you'd be in jail. No, I'm fine. Huh. I mean, that's Thanks. Hey, it's not for everybody, okay? Yeah. I get it. Right. Anyway, enough about me. How's you? How you guys been doing? What's been going on in your worlds? Joel? Uh, mine's actually fun and interesting. Mike, go ahead. Wow. I... <laughs> Stick it easy. Took we... up the first 20 minutes of our podcast. We got to move we... on here. Can we Can we talk about yours? Yeah, of course. <laughs> you get... of you course. said yours is fun and interesting, and then yeah, you just I sort had of like, shuffle I on. had like this, like, uh, uh, in, in, okay, in... we're done talking about that. So <laughs> Right. So... <laughs> So basically, I think it was kind of like a maker orgy this weekend. Wait, wait, I, wait. I know. Hand it was is like raised. Caligula. I have questions. Caligula. Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt. Who was the other the guy? It was so Helen Hunt. Hair. Not Helen Hunt. Helen, um, what's her name? Oh, Miro? Mira. Yeah, Miro. Yeah. Helen yeah. Miro and the other dude. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. So, all I can think about is beard hair. That's like the so, first time you guys have ever made a reference to pop culture that I knew because it was like 1970s. The 70s. <laughs> yes. The 70s. God, Izzy's Izzy turned off on 78. So 81. I shut it down. So so we had uh, Highland Woodworking had their 40th anniversary. 
Uh, and if you've never been to Highland Woodworking in Atlanta, it is kind of the mecca of the retail side of woodworking. Um, they have a, just an amazing shop. Uh, think of a Rockler or a uh, Woodcraft on steroids uh, and not in a crappy little strip mall. Um, beautiful wooden building, two stories high. And so they had uh, Roy uh, Underwood. Underhill. Underhill, Underhill sorry. Uh, and they had Nick Offerman. Uh, I thought Underhill was, was the guy from Fletch. Yeah, Nick Offerman, uh, Ron Swanson. Nick Offerman is that? That's Jimmy's friend, right? Yes, that's okay. Jimmy's friend. So he had a book release recently, and he came in for a signing, and then a whole bunch of like there are guys coming down from wait. Like, Jimmy had upstate. a book release. Jimmy doesn't write. No, we're not talking about Jimmy. We're talking oh. about Ron Swanson, right? Ron Swanson. Yes, just to confuse you a little bit more. Yeah. So Nick Offerman had done, and he's a woodworker, and he has a shop in California that's a kind of a cooperative shop. He hires, uh, he doesn't actually hire, he actually just, he has a shop, they're talented young guys that work at the shop, and they do their thing. And Nick comes in and does his thing, and then they collaborate on some other things. Uh, it's actually kind of a pretty cool concept. It's kind of, uh, it's it's a fun thing. Anyway, so it was a fun Time we got there like eight thirty. Everything kind of started to roll at around nine thirty. A bunch of us met up and um, and we saw some great demos of the saw stop and uh, carving techniques. And um, uh, Roy was there using all of his uh, human powered tools. Um, so there was a treadle lathe and there was um, a really actually cool. Was uh, it a saw. treadle lathe or was it a? One of those, uh, what do they call those? The, the lathe with the bouncy pole, spring pole lathe. Okay, so it's it's the lathe with the spring pole. Perhaps okay. treadle pole isn't right because it doesn't have a flywheel. Yeah, treadle is so a flywheel. Right, so this is the one that goes forward and reverse in, in a single, you know, like a foot motion kind of a thing. Gotcha. So, so gotcha. you'd okay. pull the string on the, and it would be wrapped around it. And it, it's it, a bow lathe, I guess, would be the easiest way to describe it. Anyway, so he was there signing autographs and doing things. And this is a guy that I grew up watching on PBS in the early 80s. Um, and I don't have a clue See, why I watched it. If you were watching him, you should have known that. Because the first thing I ever saw him build on his PBS show was a treadle lathe. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it well, actually had the flywheel and the string and all that. Yeah, see, cool. I... I was just, I, I was soaking it all in. There were all the guys there from from Southeast regionally, but there were guys that came in from like upstate New York uh, and everybody got in and kind of did, you know, the autographs and the saying hello. And I think Highland Woodworking sold out of everything they had. There were guys walking out with bandsaws, you know, strapped to their back, like 16 inch bandsaws. <laughs> Nice. And so that that was that was really fun. I really enjoyed it. They put on a great show. And while they're not a sponsor of our show, I would say if you need anything, they're not bad folks. They're really nice folks. Hmm. Um, they actually they did something with my 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 my, uh, my bud Peter Galbert, who does the Windsor chairs about a year and a half, two years ago. And yeah. Pete had Pete had the same experience. He just had nothing but nice things to say about. They're, about they're just they're great. Every time I walk in, they recognize me. I'm in there every you know two or three weeks buying supplies this way or that. Um, and, and there's a, a great burger place, George's right next door. And the so it's always, it comes out. Well, it's, I mean, it's just always a good excuse. I'll say to my wife, Hey, what are you doing? 
I got to make a run into town. And so, um, so yeah, so, so that was, that was the Saturday morning. And then by Saturday afternoon, we went over to Michelle Sleeper's, uh, art studio who had kind of a birthday party and then grand opening of her new studio space, which is in a collective called Metropolis, uh, which is, I kid you not, an old tank factory. The place has, I, I don't know how big the actual complex is, but it's, think of like a GM or a, a Kia plant or something like that. It's, it's in that kind of size, and so they have a section out of it. And there's just awesome creative people. There's like people doing t-shirts. You know, there's all these artists doing, you know, there's there's somebody putting on a comedy show in the back. And then there was, you know, woodworking and, and cabinet makers and and sculptors and metalworking all like in these giant partitioned areas. And it's just amazing. So anyway, so we hung there, ate bean dip and burgers. And, and it was just, it was fun meeting everybody. And they, they do... Uh, these amazing kind of cosplay accoutrements like the the masks and the body armor and like if you need like a, a a mech belt because you'd like to go to Dragon Con or Comic Con like these would be the people that you would talk to say hey I'm interested in getting like this full suit build and like they're you know empty mold hanging around all over the walls and everything. It was awesome. They've like five or six 3d printers like running all the time. So it was, mm -hmm. it was a fun, like from traditional woodworking on one side to like ultra modern, not that, not that <laughs> on the other side. And it was, it was just a fun day. <laughs> Very cool. By the way, Michelle and her gang are like a hundred percent awesome all the time. They are. They are. <laughs> so yeah, if you're not following them, I'll hopefully I'll find some links to their stuff and remember to put them in the thing below. But, uh, yeah, they the are. Is that a thing? But it's, yeah, they're, yeah, it's called they're, the -do. they're they're a hundred miles an hour, and they're just. I mean, everything they do is oh, yeah, just wacky do. and awesome, and like just, they start building, and they they have a Twitch broadcast every week, where they they just do the whole Twitch show of like all their builds and stuff mm -hmm. as they're working on them, and uh, and it was it was wild. I mean, it was it was really fun. Super nice folks, um, Elliot and. Um, Becca. And and Becca and mm -hmm. um, I met uh, the rest of the kind of the crew that's there, and I met some of the guys. Actually, our T-shirt design uh, that's coming up uh, is, is I I met the printers because they happen to be there working their butts off because they're backed up two weeks. So there's just you know turn the corner and all of a sudden there's a you know six color screen printing operation going on with two guys drinking a couple of beers. You know, just running the machines as fast as they can. It's just a very cool environment. Mm. So, I love I love artisty folks. I I wish I could be more artisty, but I I just I would love to, but it's just not in me. I've tried. It's just I'm too insanely controlled. Mm. So sometimes you got to give the cool to the cool people. Yeah, sometimes because especially you know sometimes cool people just cool better than you. Yeah, that that's for sure. That's so that's, be a that's yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> so uh, so yeah. That's that's pretty much my like my weekend was like slam packed with oh, uh, real quick question I, or real quick uh, ad advice. I figured out uh, because you know the reclaimed audio guys are always looking for ways to reclaim things, <laughs> and um, 
I figured out that if you put on their podcast, uh, as you're trying to go to sleep, you will immediately like knock out. Is it you get to reclaim your sleep? It, you get to re- <laughs> well. It's, I'm just saying, like you've listened to it, you've appreciated for what it's worth, and then you play it again, and then you're out like a light. Hmm. I'm sure they consider that a ringing endorsement. Well, I'm just I'm just saying it's it's it is literally reclaiming. You know, you're 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 not throwing anything away. You're 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 using it again. Their show. Exactly. Exactly. It's it's a uh, not to not to wait waste one bit or bite. I like it. So basically, you listen to it, and then you're like, "Wow, that was awesome!" And then you hit replay, and then you're unconscious. Yeah, pretty much. All right. Pretty so, just for a public service announcement for some of our friends that you know, fans that listen to both shows, if you're on a long drive, don't hit repeat on their show. <laughs> <laughs> so, because we don't want to find you flipped upside down. That's stuff. right. But yeah. Um, speaking of fans, just uh, real quick. Uh, uh, so you know, we talk about sort of the impact and stuff that we can't believe that we have on some folks. Uh, I got a message from someone who will remain nameless, um, that, uh, so I talk on here pretty openly about all kinds of nonsense. And even though, you know, I make up things just to be funny, I don't really have any fear of spiders for those of you who are listening to a few shows, <laughs> but thank you for all the pictures. Cause yes, you're, yes, he I, does keep sending them. If I didn't have a fear, uh, <laughs> one's coming. <laughs> so, um, but, uh, but yeah, so, uh, somebody had posted that they were, uh, going to try therapy for the first time ever. So, um, and we got a message on that and that was pretty awesome. So, um, you know, I just wanted to uh, take a second to let everybody know that, you know, for those of you who, you know, share and, you know, uh, listen to our show, if it has an impact on you or, you know, something interesting or funny, you just want to, you know, kind of reach out to everybody. Uh, I really appreciate the messages. I mean, that, uh, getting a message like that midweek is almost the reason to live. So, um, you know, it was pretty, I mean, it's a very terrifying and sort of discombobulating thing to, the big word for you there is, um, to be, uh, you know, kind of checked into, but, um, you know, as somebody that's been through it for a decade or more, uh, you know, it's, it's a very, I find it very exciting to, uh, to see somebody that's taken those steps and then to let me know that, Hey, uh, you know, you were the reason for some of this. Um, that's a big deal. So, you know, I just want to say thank you, uh, to, to the young person who, uh, who decided to share uh, good luck on that journey. It, it, it isn't always awesome, but it's worth it. And uh, you know, the other folks, if you got stuff you want to share with us, please message myself, Joel or Izzy, um, you know, Hey, here's what's up. And you know, we, I mean, that stuff, it, it's, it's a game changer. So just wanted to it's say amazing uh, quick that, that we get those positive notes. It's, I mean, mixed in with the hate mail, but it's, it is amazing. Oh, you got to dig. <laughs> yeah. You got to dig. <laughs> you dig. Right. <laughs> But it's, it's, it really is, uh, I think that, I think that people miss a connection and they, they shouldn't. Um, I think people need to find other people with the same issues or, or issues that are relatable. And sometimes we try to, especially on Facebook and things and, 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 you know, everybody posts these like super positive things and they're what's going on in their life and they exclude all the shit piles that they have to walk through. And that's, I mean, obviously we do those things too, because at a certain point you become one of those people that all you're doing is complaining about your life, but, but never have any fear that we're anywhere near more perfect than you. 
we we all have our storms mm-hmm. that we got to weather and it's i mean it, really i i can't i can't there isn't a time that i don't think wow these people are saying that we're an inspiration and the truth of the matter is we just know what you're going through because it's the same shit everybody else goes through they just don't talk about it I figured people listen to you, our podcast because it makes them feel good about their lives. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. That, and that might be, you might know, be. actually. Those poor bastards. You know, Give them funny, a dollar. It's funny that you say that. So, like, <laughs> so there is a, um, it's amazing what you consider normal and what you don't consider normal, right? So, like, when you're in the middle of whatever you're in the middle of, it just you, – you, you don't have a context for normal, right? You just – it's right. that is your normal. Until you right. kind of step out of things, you don't really know, um, you know, sort of what that is. You got to look back. Yeah. and Let things settle a little. And, and one thing I try to do – one thing, you know, I didn't really make a promise to myself when we did this show. But one thing I try to do, um, you know, is, is if I can share anything that's, you know, useful or funny or entertaining um, – you know, I always want to kind of put that out there. I mean, what are the things? I mean, not to not to make this show kind of weird, but um, you know, with me personally, so I you know I've talked about some of the things when you know I was growing up that I went through, and, and you know, very generally. But um, I mean, there are things that you know they happen to you, right? Um, they're just not your fault. A lot of times, you're a victim of circumstance, right? So, like me as a kid. I grew up in, you know, sort of a physically and mentally abusive environment. You know, it was just, um, and I won't get into the whole, you know, shit show of all that stuff of what it is. But, you know, when you got, um, you know, when you got people that are there to protect you and, and you know, you, you kind of look to them for that, when they sort of let you down or, you know, in some instances fail you, it's real easy to kind of, you know, get angry and lash out and, and, and you know, really internalize a lot of things. I'll share just a quick story that might be a little heartbreaking. So I'm, you know, I apologize if this bums you out, but um, just to kind of give you an idea. So when I was growing up, um, the, so all right, so there was a, you know, physical abuse and mental abuse and all that stuff. Is I don't have it anywhere near as bad as you know some other folks did, um, but you know there was also other types of abuse that I had to deal with from like family members and things like that. And there are things that I won't spend a lot of time on, but. You know, just kind of weird situations. Things didn't get real terrible, but, you know, just sort of things that you, you know, you look back on and you're like, wow, I can't believe, like, not only did I go through that, but there were people in my life that weren't there to protect me for those things. But then you kind of look and you're like, okay, well, I'm just a victim of the circumstance, right? So um, when I got to be a little bit older, I mean, my parents and I, we have a really good relationship and, and um, you know, there's there's a lot of uh, stuff when I was kids that I just I really had to go through and kind of forgive them for because they were also victims of the circumstance. They were, you know, they they didn't have any uh, formal training on parent, right? And then I was a nightmare of a child anyway, and no. <laughs> it was just this this snowball effect, right? But um, I got to a situation where you know, just from years of kind of being just you know, kind of bounced around and, and just having a lot of anger and a lot of problems internally. Um, when my when my first daughter was born uh, is when you you get to a point where you're like okay you can no longer make excuses for the stuff that happened to you right because now you have you know your your normal is no longer normal now you have a point of reference you're like okay I couldn't be to my children the way I you know people were to me um, or, it, you know, forget like, you know, I'm not just talking about outright physical abuse, but just, you know, to some extent neglect and allowing things to happen that did and, and things like that. And you're just like, 
I can't like I can't imagine being that person now, right? Um, so you know, all of a sudden now you get really angry, right? And for me, um, when my youngest daughter was born, I can't believe I'm telling everyone in the world this, but I'll, <laughs> I'll go ahead and share. Um, I was actually afraid to be alone with her when she was first born. So and it wasn't it wasn't really like a fear I had to verbalize. It was just if I was alone in a room or my wife had to go and get groceries and I was there with her, I had this um, like anxiousness, this animosity just like come over me. It was just this feeling of dread. And what I didn't realize is I was very afraid that sort of those patterns that I was used to as a child would somehow come out of me, right? Just because had had I been trained to be what I didn't want to be, right? And that type of thing for, for most people to listen to sounds absolutely ridiculous, right? You just, you can't really wrap your head around, I mean, how could somebody think that way or feel that way? But for me, it was like, if I'm alone in a room with my little baby girl, I feel terrified, right? I just, not that I have any feelings or not that I'm trying to suppress anything or, you know, I, I feel like I'm, you know, like I am a danger because I'm not. Um, I just feel like this overwhelming thought of, oh my God, like, you know, Am I going to be that guy, right? And this, and when you have a child, I mean, there's so much insecurity and all that stuff anyway because you have no idea what you're doing as a parent, right? They just, you have a baby, you're in the hospital for two or three days, they send you home, you got to put your own car seat in, and then you know you walk in the door and there's just you know there's screaming and shitting and you know vomit and all that. You're like, whoa, what do we do? <laughs> you know, like this is, um, so you know, and and when I was a kid, you know, I used to go through a lot, and I've carried, um, I think I've talked about this before too, but I I used to carry sort of um, kind of suicidal thoughts and feelings with me, you know, through certain parts of my life because you, you get pretty low. And, and when you get to a situation where, you know, the thought of being alone with your own child is, is something that you start to dread, you get real, you get, I mean, that's, that's a real dark feeling, right? It takes you to a real dark place. And you know, sometimes when your life gets that hard, you just get to the point where you just don't want to, you know, maybe not living is easier, right? Like you start contemplating these things. So when I talk about, you know, when I got myself checked into therapy, I mean, it was a, you know, it was a lot to, to first of all, admit that, hey, there's something very wrong with me, you know, um, because no one wants to say that. There's, it's a lot of pride you got to swallow. You know, you're a grown ass man. You got a child, you got a house, mortgage, you know, you're doing all the right things. And, you know, to be able to say there's just something wrong with me, you know, like, I don't know what it is, but I got to find a way to do it because I can't live like this anymore. So, um and it was at that point that I, you know, I decided, okay, I'm going to go check around and talk to a bunch of different people and, you know, see if, you know, what, what, what is this, right? Uh, and it starts with a counselor and then, you know, you kind of work in, okay, well, you know, you should really get into therapy and then you get into, you know, regressive therapy and all this other nonsense. And, you know, you start to find things um, in your life and you're like, wow, this is, you know, now I know where this anger comes from, right? You can't make the anger go away, but you know where it comes from. And, and to some extent, understanding the source kind of calms you down. Right. It, it takes you to a place of just, all right, well, I, at least I know where I, I know why I'm reacting this way. And then then it, as you spend more time, they give you sort of exercises to where you can you can sort of see it coming and kind of set it off and, and sort of head it out. And, and it never fully goes away, but you, you learn to cope with it. So you understand where it comes from. You understand why you're reacting the way you do. I mean, everything for me. Why, why did I used to be a you know procrastinator? Why did I not want to? um you know, why did I always push people away that, that I was supposed to care about the most? Why did I have these sort of toxic relationships at the time? And why, you know, you just, 
all of this stuff just kind of gets put on a plate and you're just like, wow, I, you know, I don't want to eat this. This is, <laughs> this sucks. Right. So, so when I say, you know, when I come on here and I say, Hey, you know, being in therapy and talking to someone and working through those things for me, um, saved my life. It very, very really did. Um, because I mean, not being alive was a real, was a real option for me for a while. And, uh, and I carried that through, you know, some of my teenage years into uh, young adulthood and, you know, like I said, when you when you have a child, it kind of a lot of things change in your head, and you know, dealing with that change, and, I, and fortunately for me, I was able to deal with it in a positive way. And then, because I'm nuts, um, you know, when I got into therapy, I was really kind of hooked by the process of therapy. So, not only you know why am I this way, but why are other people this way? And you know, sort of it, it almost became like going to school for me. So, you know, I can, I see other patterns and I see similar patterns in other people and I can identify things in other people and, um, you know, the way they talk, the way they move, the way they interact. I can, I have a very keen sense for that because I spent so much time sort of studying myself and because of that kind of studying externally. So point of all that is though, is if, if there's something wrong with you, don't be afraid to find out there's something wrong with you because fixing it makes you better. And when you make yourself better, it just makes your life better. The, the things around you are better. Um, your interactions with people are better. Um, you know, for me, I, I'm pretty sure at some point, I mean, my oldest daughter is uh, 17. She'll be 18 this year. And, you know, I'm, I'm pretty confident that she would say I'm a pretty awesome father, you know. And, um, and you know, to some extent, I've, I've worked really hard to, to kind of earn that. So I'm not embarrassed to say that I think I am. <laughs> so, um, but I would just, you know. If if you have a problem, the first thing you got to realize is it's it's not always your fault, right? A lot of times you're a victim of circumstance, and saying that you're a victim is hard. But you don't have to stay a victim. You know, waking up every day and carrying that with you makes you a victim. Letting that go and learning how to deal with that weight, how to process it, how to move on, um, that 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 releases you from that title. You know, you're no longer a victim. You know, you can be survivor, you can be proud, you can be all the things that you want to be, uh, you know, but for those of you that have decided, hey, you know what, I'm going to take the first step. I want to find out things that, you know, I can do better. I want my life to improve. I want to, you know, I want to dig out of this hole that I find myself in. Um, you know, I mean, if you can look at me with and, and think, wow, there's a pretty cool guy, like I do came we? from a really dark place. So, you know, I, uh, for whatever it's worth, I figure, you know, Joel was talking about <laughs> something just kind of triggered that thought in my head. So I figure I'd share. But, uh, you know, I think I think there's plenty of things that I think I think people get closed off because they like to portray a certain image and it's not helpful. Like like I'm a human. There are days that I'm horrible. There are days that I am good. There are days that I'm mediocre. And sometimes people have to put up with me in one form or another. Um, this morning I was super cheery getting into the shop and all my guys looked at me and said, you need to calm the hell down. <laughs> Your um, post this morning was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was, it was literally like I, I bust through the door and I say, good morning. And everybody looks at me like, what is your problem? It's Monday. <laughs> and they're not usually like that. They were just, they were all having a little tough, monday itis mm -hmm. um but you know it's in some days i walk in i'm like hey guys uh what you working on how's how's it going on this great okay i'll see you later um 
<laughs> no, I, I, you know, I, it's, you got it. You, so I made a deal and I talked to my wife about this because my wife is a wonderful woman. She is incessantly wanting to please all parties and it never works out because you can't. And, um, I literally just said, you know, our family has kind of a bubble and who we let into that bubble is who we, who we share, who we are with. And so our bubble can shrink or expand a little bit. And obviously talking to you guys and, and obviously we're recorded and, and we, we get to talk a little bit, uh, to folks and it kind of expands that bubble. But the truth of the matter is sometimes I'm not the greatest person in the world and I've had issues in my life that while not nearly as dramatic as yours, I feel like it came from leave it to beaver family compared to yours, Mike. I, um, <laughs> I, I think there are things that people can learn if they just say to someone instead of, Hey man, what's up? And you're like, great. doing great. You want to get a beer sometime? And sure. And instead say, Hey man, I'm not doing great. If you aren't looking for a serious conversation, I'll talk to you later. But if, mm. if you had five minutes, I'd lay some thick shit on you and we could maybe talk about it for five minutes because it'd make me feel better. Mm -hmm. And I have, luckily I have developed and it takes work to develop friends that can both do the same for you and you can do for them, um, to have those kind of friends. And it's whether it's therapy or friends or family, um, it's nice to have even a three minute conversation saying, listen, the mortgage is due and, the kids are needing braces and I'm working my butt off and we're just not making it. And the wife and I are fighting and I'm feeling like a failure, you know, any advice, you know, whatever, whatever those things are, because you know, life, man, reasons, right? Yeah. Because reasons. <laughs> so, well, so yeah, I, I completely understand what you're saying. And, and we have been contacted a few times where people have said, Hey, you know, what you guys say is really uplifting and, and I will tell you that what we say is, you know, is, is, is you're getting, you're getting the same gems that we lay on anybody else that's close to us mm -hmm. because it's, it's either we, either we participate fully in life or man, you just, you fake your way until you just go crazy. Um, well, and I'll tell you for, for those of you listening, there are members of my immediate family that don't know what I just told you. <laughs> so, um, and I'm, I'm pretty sure they don't listen to the show, but, uh, yeah, there, I mean, there are, there are people that, you know, I, I would consider a close family that I've never said that out loud to. Um, so mostly because, you know, to some extent they, you know, some people that are close to you would, would, they try to assume some type of blame or responsibility for those things. And, you know, I don't want that. I, I don't, I mean, even for my, uh, you know, for my mom and dad and, and, and I don't ever want, I don't want to come down too hard on my parents because, um, my mom and dad, they weren't terrible people, right? Like there's plenty of parents and plenty of, you know, places that I've, I've been and seen where, I mean, some parents are just terrible people. My parents are not that. Um, my mother is actually a very loving person. Um, she's, you know, dealing with some things. My father, they got divorced when, when I was young and, and he kind of went and did his own thing and sort of left us. Um, I don't want to say left us alone because he was always there, you know, he's a phone call away, but, um, and sometimes you just want more than that, right? So, I mean, and that's, you know, but, and I have a wonder, wonderful relationship with both of them now. Um, I talk to my father probably every other day in the car when we're driving into work. Um, I call my mom all the time. You know, we text each other constantly. She's coming to visit. So, 
you know, we have, we have a great relationship and, you know, because of just like some of the steps I took, you know, we were able to do that. And, you know, I mean, when, you know, a couple things to, to just kind of know is that, you know, you're going to have, you do plenty of things that you're just not proud of, right? I don't make myself proud every day and, and making yourself proud is a, that's a big deal. You know, um, making other people proud of you, that's a big deal too, but you, you get that pride, you know, sort of through yourself. And, and there's plenty of things I've done in my life that I'm absolutely not proud of. But, um, you know, one of the things that, you know, go into talking to people is you, you sort of accept responsibility for those things and then you learn to move on, you know, and that's because the things you have done are not necessarily who you are, right? I mean, that you can't you can't forego responsibility. If you did some terrible shit, you gotta you gotta own up to that, right? But um, the things that you have done in the past don't define immediately who you are today. I mean, you can be whoever you want to be. You know, it's and it's never too late to be somebody new. You know, so that's you, you can make the decision to start at any point. And you know, the things that you've done in the past that you aren't proud of or you know, that kind of weigh on you and you drag around like an anchor, you, you can let that stuff go. You know, you, you can't, you can't forego your responsibility to it. Right? You can't be immediately washed clean of it, but you don't have to be that person for your entire life, you know, and, and, and it's okay to let that stuff go. And it's okay to kind of, you know, make those steps and, and just admit to yourself, Hey, I'm not always proud of myself and, and you're not meant to be, you know, you, you're just like Joel said, you're just a person, you know, some days are shitty days and, and that's okay. And that's, that's really sort of the, um, what I got out of being in therapy was just more acceptance, you know, being able to say, it's okay. You know, it's okay that I'm not okay. You know, it's okay to not be okay because it really is, you know, that's, and when you understand that it's not okay, the, it's, it's like kind of weird because once you've accepted the fact that, you know, Hey, things are just going to be shit sometimes. It's just easier to kind of say, okay, well, this is, this is why, you know, sometimes reasons, right? <laughs> like that's just, that's the answer. Sometimes just reasons like today's a shit day for, you know, for either no reason or all the reasons, but whatever it is, is you process it and you move on. And that's, that's really kind of, um, you know, what I got out of it. And, and, you know, I don't, I try not to hold grudges and I don't carry things along with me for very long. And, and, uh, you know, I try to be open-minded to a lot of different things. Um, you know, so, and, and, and like, that's, that's all, believe me, if you'd have listened to me talk 20 years ago, this wasn't what you would have got. <laughs> that was, a, wait a minute. I thought you were talking for 20 years. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that not right. But yeah, that's uh, you know, that that would that was a much more pissed off, very angry, very bitter, just very sort of shut down person, and uh, you know, so yeah, it's it's helped me a lot. So mm -hmm. yeah, by all know, means, get some this, help. This life we're born into, it's not you know, it's not a, a golden wheat, you know, golden, you know, wheat and roses and fun and apple trees it's um this whole world that we live in it's a minefield we're born into a minefield and uh you got to walk through it and you're not getting through it without stepping on a few bombs that's all there is to it and how you deal with mm -hmm. it's what makes what defines you so if that makes any sense yeah. at all no that's exactly yeah. how you you know it's uh i often think of um one of my things when talking to people about running a business is it's not when you deal with a customer with problems, that's in, in how you deal with that, that problem child is, is a, is like the, uh, the summary of you as a business person. 
like how you deal with an angry customer is like the that's that's the summary of you so it's when you have you know when you have those things how you deal with your problems is is a like uh what's the old saying it's not it's not the executive it's how you treat the janitor you know that matters Mm -hmm. um kind of a thing it's it's that world you know everybody's going to have problems everybody's going to have issues that comes up they may not be exactly the same problems but i bet you 95 percent of them somebody else has had a problem with it probably most people have had a problem with it sure car cars breaking down getting evicted you know lights being turned off um you know somebody dies you know what whatever whatever the thing is um we've all kind of gone through those how you handle that is is one of the definitive judgments on character and 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 almost a of a, a soothsayer of how you are going to deal with life in general and it doesn't mean you won't always be that way because obviously you know mike has gone through years of trying to better himself and that's perfect example of good character he knew enough to say that i'm not perfect and i'd like to get a little better at it and um <laughs> you know or, or i got tired of the way the barrel tasted in my mouth <laughs> or 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 there was that so so but but you know it's, it's gun metal is not delicious <laughs> it's I, you have to pick the right oil um exactly right so so it's uh it's by the way morbid humor is one of my favorite and i understand oh. that it touches on people's nerves sometimes when they're very close <laughs> to situations but if you can't laugh at death i don't know what you can laugh at yeah because we all owe one right <laughs> that's right so uh yeah i i'm just saying you know is you have a between the two of you i think i think you have one of the the greatest like you summed up 90 percent of of what makes people great or even just bearable which is is that how you handle these problems and and they are problems uh and how you talk to other people to find out information to how to handle those problems defines you as a person far greater than any aptitude test or quiz or or facebook post will ever be able to say mm-hmm. because it's, it's just it's you look at some people and you go oh my god he's just he just taking care of business and you're like those are the people you should be talking to being like so tell me your mind you know frame of mind when you were dealing with us what were you what were you doing because because i'm not handling it well mm-hmm. very well said joel very yeah. well said. another thing to keep in mind too especially when you're in those positions where you're down and you're low and you're looking at the world around you and you see these guys that all seem to have it figured out and they're doing their thing and you know successful or however you measure that um you know <laughs> Uh, don't, that's just what you see on the outside. There's a little crazy in all of us and there's a little, there's insecurity in all of us. So don't, don't feel like you're the only person going through it. So here, here, uh, and, and you're only watching the highlight reels. Just, yeah. <laughs> just well, right. remember. You're only seeing what they're yeah. wanting you to see. So you're, you're seeing the, you're, you're seeing the, uh, you're seeing the ESPN, <laughs> you know, the highlight clips. Yeah. So nobody's showing you the good, good. You know, it's uh, you gotta, you gotta really, really dig to get a crack at that video. So yeah, I, I look at my neighborhood I used to live in, and there's a lot of folks there that put on smiles and drive fancy cars and spend every penny they didn't make already to make their houses fancier and um, 
you know. And it, Stop talking about me. I know. Hey, no, easy. no, no. <laughs> easy. <laughs> easy. Get, um, my, my, my debt to income ratio isn't as good as it used to be. Thank you, right. Mr. Laffey. Yeah. Not my f- I saved but, you money. I don't want to hear anything out of you. There's a whole thing. I mean, if you don't feel successful and, you know, that that's I think that's one of the things a lot of uh, guys especially struggle with is the fact that they don't feel like they're this success or the way they want to be. And they look around and they see all these people, you know, driving you know, the wife driving a brand new car, the husband's got a brand new truck and they live in a big fat house. Well, you know, I would say 90% of them are in so much debt that it's scary. Um, you know, they're not happy. Um, you know, the, the new couch feeling goes away real fast and you can only buy so many new couches before you can't buy anymore. So if that makes sense, you know that new couch. Yeah, it gets feeling. weird when you have when, like couch. Well, you know, yeah, in, just, in every room. <laughs> that new couch. No, no, it's like the new truck or the new Dude, couch the new, or the new thing. The new you leave plastic on. You know, it's like all. I can't tell you. Up until this year, I I had never purchased an expensive car, or a new car, or anything, and I I've been driving around faithfully for the last ten years a two thousand two Oldsmobile Silhouette minivan. That's right, the man van. <laughs> nice. I know, I know. Tan I, too, by the way. Tan, yes, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Oh, hell yes. The, the tan man van. The tan and man van. So, oh. so there is no, uh, there's no shame in that. Like, no. like, make sure your crap works and that it's yeah. safe. And then you get to your job and you make your money and you do your things and you kiss your wife and your babies and then you start the next day. And somewhere in between there, you try to do the little things that help you keep the sanity, whether that's you know on the scroll saw. Although I don't know why people use scroll saws with CNCs, uh, or or you know whatever it is. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I heard that I, the reason I'm throwing that out there is I had a conversation just three days ago about you know someone was feeling kind of down in the dumps, like they had you know they weren't feeling up to par, and I mean it was just that's kind of why it crossed my mind after this conversation. It's just like you know, um, it just doesn't it doesn't matter. Uh, those things don't matter at all. It's the memories that you make that matter. It's the time that you spend with your family that matters. When you're 70 years old, you're not going to remember the fancy trucks unless you, you know, are really into trucks. No, you know what you're going to remember? You know what you're going to remember? You're going to remember the damn cars that you wanted when you were a kid. Yeah. Like when you were, if you were growing up in the 80s or the 70s, you know. See Chevy Nova, you know, you're like, like Izzy's like, you know, if I had all the money in the world, I'd have me one of those cherry red Chevy Novas. Those $3,500 oh, Chevy Novas. That's right. <laughs> they are sweet. Yeah, that's, right. that's, um, yeah, I would just say, the, you know, the difference that I find in people who are, um, people, people that are more successful or, you know, and I, when I say success, I, I measure success a lot different. Success to me is sort of a level of happiness. Um, your car and your bank account. That really doesn't mean shit to me. This the uh how how much how you know, how many smiles have you put on other people's faces today because you feel like smiling yourself? That's that's a that's a real sort of way to measure success as far as I'm concerned. But um what I've found is people expect a turn and they don't linger, right? So you don't have people who the most successful people I know, they never go why does this shit always happen to me, right? They just expect right. a turn, right? It's It was your turn, right? You, I, when I walk out of my house, I step in a giant puddle. I wasn't expecting to be there. Like, it, it's not why does this always happen to me? Because it happens to everybody. It doesn't just happen to you. It's just my turn, right? Was, <laughs> I was due. I needed some bad luck, so it was my turn. I mean, it's basically, and that's the people that are really successful, I find they just, 
they kind of roll with the punches. It's not that it always happens to them because when you have that attitude, then everything that happens to you is something bad that happens to you, right? And then it's it only happens to you, right? And so you got to let that attitude go. But then because um, uh, that makes me oh man, crazy. you know those oh, you people are, too, right? You are nailing it. That up makes me right the now, goddamn like, craziest in every, the world. Like every you knew, everybody uh, has it one of those people. Yeah. You're like man, you have. <laughs> You have it's your turn, roof. dude. You know, yeah, exactly. It's like it's like you never. I never hear them when they're talking about all the cool crap that happens to them. I, only listen, only when the acorn drops on their head. I'm I'm gonna do, if <laughs> if you were born in America, you can shut up. <laughs> okay. You can just stop talking. Like it's because there uh, there is a trillion people that would trade places with you in a heartbeat, and that's an exaggerated number because I don't know math. But that's yeah. If you were born in America, yeah, it's it's just your turn. Like your smile, you got it. It's good. Like everything is fine. Just take a deep breath and move on. Yeah, the um, odds are in your favor. Yeah, and don't linger on it. Like if something bad happens, just listen. It happened. Be done with it. Process it and get on. It's it, when you dwell in that. It. I mean, you will find what you are looking for. There is unless you're looking for a billion dollars and a Swedish bikini model who. Can't speak because I've been looking for years, but that, but, um, <laughs> sorry, honey, <laughs> but, um, yeah, you, you will find what you are looking for. So if you, if I like you the to, fact that, that you've been looking for that for years, but you end up with two fat white guys <laughs> yeah, same thing. I, on a podcast. Yeah, same thing. Basically. Right. That's, uh, listen, two, two I'd rather fat white guys. Sorry, been, Izzy. I'm not calling you fat. I'm just uh, yeah, hey, yeah. yeah. You know, hey, I've been nuzzled up to both of your bosoms, and I That's take right. over a Swedish bikini <laughs> model any day. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that Fight Club scene. You, you, you want Bob? Touch? Bob has bitch tits. <laughs> <laughs> and awesome. I wouldn't want it any other way. <laughs> so, oh dear lord! But great. Uh, great shit. Are we, yeah, you know is, what? Right I, about. I, I can't tell you how excited we are to to have brought you that information on the coarse thread and fine thread argument yeah, of that's, screws. That's definitely always, especially in the oak. You know, yeah, that's, you know, especially in the oak. If you miss that part, rewind a few minutes and you'll get to it again. <laughs> and remember, don't don't forget that's, to use your wax or your stuff. candles. They really help out. That's right. That's what I say in the bedroom. Uh, yep. That's. Yes. <laughs> so, so uh, well. Anyway, we've been on this thing for an hour, and I'm gonna. It's. I love you guys. Back. I love our listeners. I love the folks that actually uh, are bored enough to sit sit here and listen to us for an hour or five minutes before they get disgusted and shut it off. Hey, um, you better not. You better not be bored because I'm gonna play this back to myself in a week and be like, "Holy shit! I can't believe I said that on the internet." <laughs> it's, like, it's like two weeks ago. I think we just laughed through the entire podcast. Last week it was oh. half laugh, half serious, and this week we just went yeah. all serious. I don't know yeah, what I said. Just, I didn't mean to make it weird, but yeah, when yeah. Joel was talking about you know just sharing only the good stuff on Facebook, I just. That for some reason that idea came in my head and wouldn't go away. So I apologize. <laughs> but yeah, that's all right. That's all right. Every once in a while we gotta we gotta laugh, you know, and you've gotta make stupid remarks about spiders and oh, you know the occasional fart joke is yeah. is there. You know and what? I it's mixed right. in a bitch tits. So I think you we've did, covered you all did the ground get the we bitch had tits. To. 
But uh, anyway, so yeah, so course course screws most of the time. Is that what our conclusion was? I don't think there's. I don't think you can generalize exactly. like that, no. Mr. Laffy. You have to be a bit more there's, specific about you know species application. No, no, no. I'm just in, in general human, human. I'm, human. I'm, just, I'm trying to yeah. sum up the last hour and just to yeah. you know go get the course screws. Is basically what you right on, right on. That's what I looked for in college. <laughs> All right. So, so you guys got anything? Uh, anybody you want to promote? Talk about? Um, I stuff? just want to. Yeah, you know, not that he needs it. I was just um, my daughter, my my. <laughs> My four-year-old daughter stumbled across a, a video of Bobby Duke making a turtle. And um, okay. I sat there with her and watched like three or four videos. And she's like, she's four. And she thinks Bobby Duke is awesome. Like, and it's, if you ever watch the Bobby Duke video, you know what I mean. He's just goofy and, you know, kind of plays to the, um, the I don't know, slapstick side of things. So it was just, uh, you know, she was into it. My four-year-old daughter sitting there watching a maker. I was like, I like Bobby Duke. Got my daughter watching makers. So that was. Uh, yeah, he's nuts. That's awesome. And he does he's, some pretty cool he, he stuff. Is. He's got some skills. Um, I said, you know, he's got some pretty decent skills. And when it comes, especially with sculpting, it looks like, from what I saw, I haven't, I honestly. He's also skilled at entertaining. And yeah. that, that's, you know, yeah. God, every time he gets in the car. Or he rides the tricycle down the road to go get his supplies <laughs> from Walmart. I swear to God that I'm uh, I I'm going to drop my laptop or something because I, I don't do that. Like, there's not much. I'm 41 years old. I there are not too many things that surprise me anymore. But the man drove the tricycle down the street to go to Walmart to pick up pencils, and I, I just at a certain point you just got to go. That's commitment. You win. <laughs> you win. Yeah, no, you I win. don't know what the prize is. Yeah. And there yeah. probably isn't one, but you win. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh yeah, that that's one thing I found that uh, you know, entertaining is a skill. Oh like, yeah. You might be really good with a table saw and a whole bunch of other things, but there there are plenty of people out there that can't tell a story to save their lives. So yeah, true. um so yeah, so to you know uh, for those of you with YouTube channels, um, you know keep it up. You, Keep it up, and uh, if you think you suck, well, watch uh, Frank Howarth or Bobby Duke. And then you know, you, that's how you, you tell a story. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're pretty terrible. So, but follow your dreams, kids. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, and thanks. Words of thanks, encouragement ass. by Mike Laffey. Well, anyway, well, listen, well, thanks, everybody. YouTube channel down now, man. Jeez. Yeah, sorry. What YouTube um, channel? Yeah. Hey, I posted what, a the video. YouTube channel, you guys you can't shut down like, me anymore. Six months ago? That's, um, Six months ago. Yeah. Two weeks. But anyway. What's the temperature now, Izzy? Here, 73, 74. And what was the temperature when you shot the video? Six. Oh, <laughs> 12, 15 degrees? See, it, my point. You, you've gone through six or seven seasons <laughs> since you posted that video. <laughs> yeah. It's mathematically correct. No, no, no. We got good stuff on the horizon always. Go watch I'm Instagram. excited. I'm excited about your whole thing. Yeah. Tune in is these Instagram. It's become the craziest thing you've seen online in a while. But uh, anyway, well, listen, guys, uh, you can find us online. Hit us up at the uh, May, at Maybe Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, the Facebook page is where we post the majority updates to things. We don't post a ton of updates because I hate spam, but um, if you want to just kind of keep up with the show, if there's anything weird going on or something we're trying to communicate, that's usually where it happens. Um, our website, maybe I've said too much.com. You can go on there. We still have the shirts for sale. 
Um, Mr. Rob Sice Jr. Is that how you say his last yeah. name? Yeah. There's no way I got that right. But Rob. He just posted, everybody knows Rob. Yeah, everybody knows Rob. But he just posted a uh, he just posted a picture of him in his uh, ninja t-shirt, and he's never Looking been good. sexier. And, and, and that's good, a pretty Rob. sexy man. And we haven't seen so, him since the Atlanta show. He was I'm at, so pissed you got place. that quote. Yeah, so, yeah. Always a good guy. Yeah, Always good quote? to help out in the in the community, too. Yeah, he's a good cat. Hey, by the way, and just a real quick note, although it's over now, um, there was kind of a fundraiser for another maker, and uh, I have to send out some love to Mr. Michael Laffey. Now, he's not the only one that organized this thing, but we had a maker that had an issue, and, um, and just like I knew they would, in 24 hours, we raised uh, a fair bit of money to help out this longtime uh, maker of the community, and uh, it was, I'm not going to give any details because it's a thing and it's done now and everybody was awesome who contributed. Um, but Mike deserves a little bit extra credit just for setting everything up. And, uh, and it, it was just, it was, it was one, another example of the cool community that we all belong to and, and how everybody came together and said, you know what? I don't need to drink Starbucks this week. Let me put my 40 bucks in the pot. Mm-hmm. and uh, it was awesome it was good times and i'm i'm excited we can't always do that because there's you know everybody's lives and things but this particular incident was kind of out of control and uh it was a, it was a nice little it was just a was nice a, reminder a feel feel good moment mm-hmm. and for so, one gentleman it was life-changing so i i hope so so i hope so but, well, a little bit you. from everybody makes a makes a makes a lot of difference for one person yeah, well, thank you, and uh, for the for the little bit of extra love there. But uh, yeah, I just set it up and put a couple of bucks in the kitty, and ah, you did the thing. And everybody take, take, just take kind a of, little bit of credit. And there's there's a lot of guys that were kind of working behind the scenes, and and they're great. For, I don't want to name names because it's it's not. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a, a big deal, but it's not a big deal. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this is I just expected out of this community. It's just fantastic. Yeah. So, well, anyway, guys uh, and girls, sorry gender neutral um but uh yeah so just uh thanks to everybody and uh please you know if you got any feedback you want to uh, reach out to somebody it doesn't have to be me to be three clowns on the show or so i'm told <laughs> part-time um, part-time podcasters part-time podcasters or clowns. but uh yeah reach out to us give us some feedback show us some love if you feel like it um if not send messages or uh ask crack pictures to the guys at reclaimed audio they love that stuff so uh, yeah they you guys have a great night, and uh, we'll catch you on the uh, the flip side in the next episode.